Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening to. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken but Glorious on bbgwrestling.com. I'm Chris Lapham. I'm delighted to be joined by Scooby Scooby Doo. And guess who? It's Nick Davy. What's that do we do? Scooby Dooby Doo, we're coming after you. Gonna solve the mystery. See, that was the last band I saw live as well. Simple plan. Good evening, by the way. <laughs> this is the, the new series called Scooby Scooby Doo, and guess who? When you just have a random celebrity help them every week. <laughs> Simple plans. They still the theme tune. They still do the. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, well, no idea. <laughs> tribute to Simple Plan. This show. <laughs> One of my favourite bands. And also, <laughs> and also, we're joined by the Playboy Prince of Professional Wrestling, Lance Rivera. Ah, yes, hello. I'm here well. as well. I'm <laughs> How are you? I'm alright. I will have to apologise if my voice goes. Um, I did wake up this morning with an awful sore throat and I've been drinking lots of cocoa and sucking lots of throat sweets to uh, get me through, hopefully. Why, where's it going? Mm-hmm. It's in lockdown, it can't leave. <laughs> it's on the fast road to WrestleMania, baby. Brother, brother. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was the only one in the office today, so I, was, I answered every phone call. And at the end, I was just cough at the end of every phone call. So, oh. But Hello. yeah, it seems to be alright now. <laughs> I actually hate that answering the phone, then <laughs> you like, really just want to cough up. And, like, I, I need to have a sip of water. So I did this week. I watched the whole episode of SmackDown for the first time in. Ooh. Yeah. I, I want to say two two thousand and eight. Oh my! <laughs> you haven't watched the whole episode since two thousand eight. Fair enough. Sky Sports. Since two thousand and eight. My brother got a deal on BT Sports for the Now TV, so he gave me his code. So we've watched yeah, Raw and SmackDown this week. <laughs> yeah, so two thousand and eight. Mm. I was on a hiatus did in 2008, pretty much. There, must, there has been some, um, oh, 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 I'm trying to think actually if there's ever been some amazing SmackDown since then. That, I suppose they've had the drafts on SmackDown, which have been quite good. And when they, oh, so we, we, we usually watch the, the highlight show on a Sunday, mm. but I haven't sat there and watched the whole show from start to finish since, uh, yeah. There was the a show in the UK when AJ won the title. That was pretty mad. My my my, my step brother was there with his daughter. For that. <laughs> Wasn't that in Scotland? That's in Manchester. Oh no, yeah, sorry. <clears throat> I know we're north, mate, but we're not that north. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because I know there was um a Scotland when they were over very recent when they were um mm. it was the best crowd UK crowd because they would like wouldn't let Charlotte first speak. Uh, they just kept singing the baby <laughs> song, and Charlotte was getting well peed off about it. And she just goes, "What on earth is this accent?" <laughs> <laughs> that was at the Hydro, wasn't it? Where uh, ICW ran like the week before and mm. sold it out as well. Correct. <laughs> so, uh, lads, you did another interview this week. What's your release this week? I did. I uh, I cheated on you all. Mm. <gasps> I thought it might make Nick cry. That's why I said it. <laughs> But I was on the Kirk Johnson podcast. Yeah, it was, it was very good. Did you enjoy it? Is that the, yes. that's the main thing. You did. Would you recommend it to the to the lovely people listening to this podcast? Yes, I, if you like to look, talk about Wonder Vision and Star Wars, pretty much what we talked about in our interview. <laughs> so, it's ridiculous, isn't it? I don't remember. I've not learned anything new about your wrestling career, but I know more about Star Wars and One, one Division. I, I did have to fast forward a bit of the One Division bit because I'm I'm not caught up with it yet. But yeah. I got to rant about <laughs> Spider Man as well. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone likes ranting about the MCU Spider Man films, you should go listen to it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I put, I I put a link. Sense of funny. Nobody wants to go have a look. So. I had a friend who listened to it. Right, you listened to the whole one hour and a half of it. And he goes, oh, it was really good. I never realised you hated Tom Holland that much. <laughs> <laughs> I just messaged him back and went, I don't hate Tom Holland. 
I hate what they've done to Spider-Man. Yeah. <clears throat> Tom Holland's a really talented actor, to be honest. Yeah, yeah Nick going. I don't like I don't like superheroes. I'm taking it all <laughs> in. No, no, I'm taking it all in. I'm enjoying I don't it. like nice Teach. things. Mine is. <laughs> I just like watching paint dry. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say I just like watching pain then. I was like, sorry. Excuse me. No, no, I'm not that much of an evil man. Debatable. <laughs> I do like watching right, so Playboy you... princes get pain, though. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> I knew if I said something like, put you on the spot, come up with a reason. Come on. I don't know, just uh, funny. <laughs> funny. I'm just an advocate. <laughs> right, so the 2020 Wrestling Observer Awards were released this week. So you can play, politely say a next response. Some members of this, I remember some members of this podcast saying that it was bullshit, some of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought, we'll, we'll, should we go for like, maybe pick two categories each and say whether you agree with them or disagree with them and maybe say who we would have picked instead? Um, yeah, sure. Sounds good. Nick, do you, you want to go first, Nick? Yeah, I'll go for, uh, I'll go for one that I, go for one that I agree with, start off in a positive uh, manner. Okay. So, uh, I would agree with, the um the best weekly show of the year uh is AEW Dynamite. I do agree with that. Um so not not to make a swipe at any of the other promotions, I just feel like with AEW they've adapted straight away from the off of being behind closed doors. Yes, definitely. Um I think their shows they've not been too noticeable about an audience, whereas um other promotions have been very noticeable. Um I think they've, um, regardless of the crowd, though, I just feel like each week they do put on very good television that generally does get me excited to watch wrestling. Um, only disappointment from being in the UK, and if you don't own Fight TV, is you have to wait for it to come out on ITV on the um, Friday night. So I hope they can get that result. But um, in terms oh, of the actual... I find that so annoying. Yeah, it is. And it was no more than we led to believe it was going to be live on ITV as well, from if memory serves me correct. Um, so that's been the only... Well, disappointment in that respect, but obviously, in terms of actually judging the actual show itself, I, I'm I'm rarely um, disappointed from what I've thought. Obviously, there's some episodes that are always going to be others, and then it beca- they kind of become a victim of their own success. But for a mm-hmm. um, for a weekly TV show, always gets me excited. Very impressed with their layouts of um, their 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 build to pay per views, their great attention to detail as well, which I think is crucial. Uh, the way they have a sort of a um, Obviously, they make every title legitimate. They build. They actually do treat everyone like wrestlers, and uh, uh, so they they get everything I think right at the moment. And um, as I say, it's not to um, certainly crap over any other promotion whatsoever, but um, just I do agree with that. And I think full credit to to Tony Khan and um, AEW for producing Dynamite week in week out. And um, again, for the record, just so I'm not looking like a big AEW fanboy, I've been critical of <laughs> some pay-per-views in the past. I believe me, me and Lance reviewed uh, All Out, I think it was, back in August. I was pretty critical of the show, that I didn't enjoy it. So, um, yeah, for, just for balance, I will quickly mention that. So, any, any <laughs> listeners, again, oh, he just loves AEW. I will point them back in that in the direction of that podcast. So, but yeah, that's one I certainly agree with. You're just a snob, aren't you? Big snob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in shock and horror at Dave Meltzer. He's absolutely gone in on Bray Wyatt. Basically, uh, just written a. Basically, this list is I hate Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And his family. Um, it's oh, it's a joke. <laughs> You're going for most overrated wrestler of the year, Bray Wyatt. So. Well, that one. Um, the worst gimmick and the oh my god, how has he got that from the the work that Bray Wyatt's been putting in the shit? For the worst gimmick, and I could think of three worse ones off the top of my head. I was like, Eric Rowan's What's in the Box gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> Retribution, Retribution as a whole, worse than the feed. Um, yeah. Turning War Raiders into a comedy act and the whole sexy eyeball bit. Worse than the feed. <laughs> just, I was just three I could think of off the top of my head. I'd like, I'd just, just to say as well, it's not like a dig at the, the workers themselves. It's just how they've been written. Mm. They're all great talent, but Bray Wyatt, why? How? How can you go? Oh yeah, he's a he's the most overrated um, talent on the roster. The stuff he's been doing's been amazing. He got mm. set on fire. Yeah. People so, yeah. said that was one of the best endings of a pay per view in years. It's most yeah. memorable, probably the most memorable ending of pay per view that last year. So. And then Alexa Bliss is carrying it. Oh my god, I don't know how he's come to this conclusion. 
it's, it's definitely not the worst, and I would agree with that. I, I feel like, yeah, the only thing that always upsets me with Bray Wyatt is they've always hit hurdles of where it looks like it's getting a going again, uh, for obviously from Hell in a Cell with the disaster thing with Seth. And again, that's nothing against Bray. I feel like it's poor booking from WWE. But yeah, he's gone a bit over the top, I think, in Barry and Bray Wyatt, because there's no way, certainly not the worst worker, and the gimmick, yeah, it's 100% not the worst gimmick, without question. No. Definitely. Oh, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. I'm, I was absolutely fuming when I read it. It hasn't taken long for the listeners to hear this and go, which one of them thought it was bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've always loved Bray Wyatt as well, so yeah, I, I was I was disappointed to see it um, 100%. I say I was fuming. It's one man's opinion. I'm. It's not going to make me lose sleep at night, but it's just stupid. <laughs> but if you're listening, Dave, please rate my matches five stars. <laughs> I th- I think John Moxley versus Kevin um, Eddie Kingston wasn't the feud of the year. I think that was a good. No, I, think I, I like the build up and the, the match, but it wasn't a feud. It wasn't. It seems to be a feud. It was a good build up to a match. A, a combination of. Oscar, Bailey, Sasha, that feud just carried WWE for most of the last year. So I'd, I'd go that as feud of the year. That, the, the whole storyline, the whole, most of the year. <laughs> I don't know how you could have it as feud of the year. They only had one match. It yeah. Started a build of what, like two weeks? Yeah, a few weeks before. I thought I said I really enjoyed the build to the match and I really enjoyed the match. Oh no, but it was great. I, but... I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a feud because it had one match. <laughs> I think Drew Drew Orton's the only one that really screams out to me from from, from men's. It's long like a long standing feud. I know you could argue well, Omega Moxley's another one, but that's only kind of started as from December kind of thing. So I think it's been an ongoing thing, hasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Rumbling uh, on in the background. I feel Drew Orton was pretty good. I know it, it, it gathered mixed reviews. Um, it didn't end very well, in all honesty. I will give it that. Uh, Edge was also good. Uh, Edge Orton was that? Yeah. Just on uh, style. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no comment on that, I'm afraid. Only <laughs> their, their matches. I swear, I'm, I'm the only person who, like, will defend it to the hills that it was really good. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought it was a great feud apart from the two matches. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the exactly it. Spot, spot on. Two matches were good. Don't, don't, don't watch the matches. I think all the build up for the matches were good, but it's not like the two matches. That's on my, by my opinion. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wouldn't go Bray versus Braun as the worst feud of the year either. I, thought, I like the build. I think the swap match. I like the idea behind it. I think it was executed a bit poorly. But, but I, 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 I like I like cinematic the cinematic stuff. So, so that might be just yeah. <laughs> me. <laughs> Nick, you want to pick one more? Yep, I will go for one. I uh, I've already said one I agree with. Now one I disagree with. Um, I will go for, um, I think I'll go for the, the best documentary of the year. Um, yeah. only because, um, as, as I've heard good things about Dark Side of the Ring, but I just absolutely adored the, um, Undertaker last ride. I thought it was just such a great oh, yeah. documentary. Um, really, I know WWE sometimes gets a bit of criticism with their documentaries. They like to miss information out and what have you. Um, but yeah, really, really enjoyed the Undertaker one. And I just feel, for, 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 for the phenom himself as well, for such a legendary career, uh, how it was put together. For him himself, I think it deserves to be the best documentary of the year. So, yeah, I, I really think that should be on there. It's, it's a run I just really, you know, when you sometimes watch um, these documentaries and you're like, oh, I have to watch next episode. Now, it really, it really was like that mm-hmm. for me watching The Undertaker uh, last ride. So, that should, that should be it, in my opinion. I'm going <clears> to take issue with best non wrestler of the year. Taz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should have been Stacey Rose as my manager. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Stacey, Stacey uh, did wrestle this year, so my but best non best non wrestling character, I would say it's probably Stacey Rose, isn't it? Actually, in all in all seriousness, um, I I was going to I say know, I really agreed with Matt Schultz. Paul Hay. I've, I've liked Paul Heyman in his underling oh, yeah. to. Roman Reigns. Oh, it's, oh, I think Taz has been slightly better. I think Heyman's, don't get me wrong, Heyman's still without question the best um, speaker ever in the business. I've always made that clear. But I think for, if you're going to judge it for this year, judge it for the unexpected. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anyone could have said Taz would come in and be in such a good role in AEW as well. But I actually, I, every promo Taz makes is pretty, is very good. 
Um, and I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed the um, whole Team Taz stable and, and Taz himself when he obviously brought Brian Cage in. Um, I think he's been, yeah, I, I think he's been excellent. Well, my joke turned into an actual conversation, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to... Surely the front line versus... The toilet roll and the pole match must be up there for match of the year as well. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that tag team mediation in the front line. It's an absolute it's joke. Probably, it's probably, it must be my top five matches I've watched the most this year is the toilet pole. Because <laughs> I loves like not non rumble match because I know I've watched rumbles to death. But <laughs> Isaac loves the toilet roll and the pole match, so we've watched that you, quite a few. You know what? It's quite funny that you say that actually. That I, me and Jack and a few people on the night come up to us after it and go. We didn't expect it to be as good as it was, but you really <laughs> made it work. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Oh, it, it was a hard one to it was a hard one to come up with because you. Well, it's not every day you have a toilet roll on a pole match, is it? <laughs> a report from Tokyo Sports states that the IWPG Heavyweight Title and the Intercontinental Title is going to be unified into a new IWPG World Heavyweight Championship, a new title. And current double champ, uh, Ibushi will be recognized as the first champion under this lineage. Um, yeah, so it's a new lineage for a belt that's already got an overly complicated history. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it also reports that there'll be a new physical belt made and it will be, uh, represent, yeah, the IWPG World Heavyweight title. Um, the IWPG Heavyweight and IC titles have been paired since Wrestle Kingdom 14 in January 2020 when Naito was crowned double champion. But then he failed to split the belt at Castle Attack event. Lance, you didn't know about this till today. No, I didn't realise. I hadn't heard about it. But hmm. I thought I thought it was a brave choice on their behalf, considering how much history the IWGP Heavyweight Title's got. Intercontinental Title's got a huge history as well. Well, yeah, but the the IWGP Heavyweight Title dates back years, years. It was it's hmm. older than the Intercontinental Title. Yep. I, I couldn't believe it because you said, "Oh, they're being unified." And I said, "They already have been." What are you on about? They spark all the way back to eighty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, shots! I didn't expect it. I, I thought I was wondering how they were going to get out of having them together. Just, uh, I thought I thought eventually they were just going to strip the Intercontinental title like they did with Ultimate Warrior. So you're the world oh, champion yeah. now. You can't be Intercontinental as well. But it just never, never seems to happen. So. Well, the Intercontinental title only came in in 2011. Mm. So it's not as like prestigious, as you say, as like, the heavyweight title. That's what I'm shocked about, is the heavyweight title going. I genuinely didn't expect that, like having the new title and it being called something else as well. Pretty much the same, the IWPG World Heavyweight Championship. It's just, just added world, haven't you? <laughs> so. Yeah, but gonna, it's going to be renamed, isn't it? And then they're going to give it yes. a new belt. New belt, new lineage. Ibushi's the first. Yeah. It's got to be recognised as the first of this new new lineage. I don't know, it seems a bit strange to me. Does that make the yeah. United States title the, just the singular mid-card type, title now? It's Yeah, it's the only heavyweight mid-card title we have now. And yeah, Moxley retained it this weekend as well. That's, so, I so don't know, whether, I find that quite strange. Considering they're a Japanese-based company and they're going to have a United States title as their mid-card title. I was wondering whether they're going to have like the United States titles more of the, like, the New Japan Strong like main title for Maybe now. Maybe like, um, like the UK title. Yeah. I don't know, I, find, I still find it a bit strange. Yeah. It might be one of them things where they just, like WWE when they unified all the titles in the early 2000s and then suddenly within months they're all back. Was it the invasion though, wasn't it? it was after after the invasion, the, the unified was it the IC and the hardcore and the European, um, then the the unified the world title with the IC title. Oh yeah, yeah they then, did do that Triple H. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, then just the randomly didn't game. come back. So the uh, the, IC, the hardcore and the European didn't come back. Yeah, no, but yeah, they just randomly gave. I still don't Triple understand what the world title. Because <laughs> obviously I, was, I wasn't like an avid, well, I say avid watcher, I wasn't a regular watcher at the time because I was four. <laughs> I watched every now and again when I was four, like with my brother and everything, but I wasn't I wasn't watching it every Monday night at one in the morning. 
I went back and looked it up. I kind of felt, yeah, I kind of fell out of love after the invasion finished. I just don't know what happened. (laughs) I don't get it. Mm. I don't get what the thinking was. Because it's like a week late and it was back. (laughs) Well, when they, when they, when they did the first draft and they signed Brock Lesnar exclusive to SmackDown, they then decided they needed the world title. Yeah, Raw, so I, I remember that. So they just gave, yeah, so they just gave the world, brought back the world title and gave it to Triple H. No, I remember that, but the, when they unified the United, uh, the Intercontinental title with the heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that I, don't, was I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what happened after that. <laughs> so long ago. I think they had a tournament for it. If I remember. Yeah. Someone on Twitter or someone listening is thinking, you fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I did used to know, but I, I think there was a tournament on Raw for it. It's 20 years ago, I don't remember. <laughs> the world title, no, it was literally Bischoff just handed it to Triple H. Not the Intercontinental title. Yeah, oh, he won it off Kane. Squad. He beat Kane for it, and then it just came back, and Kane didn't win it. There's a, I, think there wasn't a, uh, I think there was a Battle Royal or something at um, Judgment Day. And Booker that T sounds was, about right. Booker T was going to win, but then Christian won it, uh, and then he attacked poor old Pat Patterson from memory. <laughs> that sounds right. I don't remember. It was the time when I was like a kid. It was when I was a kid. It was when I was sort of, um, yeah, late primary school, and I was loving wrestling, just couldn't stop watching it. So That was one of my, that was my second half. I ate us just after the, when I moved out, I didn't have Sky, so I just kind of stopped watching for a couple of years again. Uh, (laughs) Alright, so we'll be back with the first round of a question of sports entertainment after a word from this week's sponsor, Podgo. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for an ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add the podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of your application. This is Raymundo, the great Raymundo, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Alright, so it's, th- it's time for the first round of question of sports entertainment. Lance is question master this week. I hate you. <laughs> right, hello. <laughs> Can you, this week, in the first round, name me the 10 shortest WWE championship reigns in history? Okay. Nick, your champion, do you want to go first, second? Um, I'll go um, first. Can you just repeat the question again, sorry? Can you please name me, so obviously you'll go one at a time, but it'll yeah. be the 10 shortest WWE championship reigns in history shortest WWE championship reigns um so it's just the WWE championships not world championship or it's the, well it's the WWE championship so like the yeah it goes that back lineage. to okay yeah, yeah so like okay. it's, main, it's, the, it's mainly the WWE heavyweight championship are we just talking about individual like reigns say of like I don't know somebody's had like say I've seen his house Hold it hypothetically like for like a one sh- one week. Would that be one, or is it just wrestlers who you wouldn't think of? What do you mean, sorry? So say if like Cena held the title for a week, yeah, and then dropped it, would that count, or is he would it not because yes. he's held it for like eighteen times? No, that counts because it's just the one individual. Yeah, range. okay, yeah, that's fine. In that case, I will go for um, the Miz. No. What? He's only held it for like. He's held it for a week, yeah. Really? Yeah. There's 10 okay. that held it. Okay, Ray Mysterio, he held it for like three hours or two hours. <laughs> yes. That held it for an anyway. hour. Oh, no, it wasn't. That was on um, Raw, wasn't it? He mm. held it for yeah, an hour. Yeah. yeah. He won a tournament and then John Cena, being the good guy he was, challenged him to a match after he went for a whole tournament. To win the title. And do you know who he beat in the final? Uh, it was the Miz. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go for Roman Reigns because then he went in the title of Survivor Series and then lost it to um, uh, Seamus cashing in. Bear with me, because I, th- I, I thought you'd be right. Oh, God. I'm looking at my list here. He's not on it, but I believe you are right, so I'm going to give it to you, because he only held it for about five seconds. Yeah, if that. <laughs> yeah, definitely, no. win it. De- definitely win it, not retain it. No, he won it, because it was a tournament. He beat um, yeah, he Ambrose was... and 
Kevin Owens, I think, in the same night. Yes, he did. He held it for like, oh, they said, yeah, I like Seamus' t-shirt in like a minute, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it, yeah, 5.15, yeah, Seamus 5.15. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yep. That's damning yeah. evidence. <laughs> so I'll give it to you. There's somebody on this list who shouldn't be on it, then. But we'll leave him on there. I'll say Daniel Bryan, but it might have been the world type title. Are we saying Daniel Bryan? You are right. He handled it for 22 hours. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go for Seth Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins, because he, um, he beat, um, he beat Reigns at Money in the Bank, then Ambrose cashed in on him in the same night, because it was the famous night where all three Shield members held the boat. Yep. Yes. You are right. Kane. He held it for a day. He did. <laughs> Kane is on there. Um, is that free all? No, because, um, it's 3-2. Three, three, two. Two. Okay. three two to you, yeah. I'm struggling, uh, struggling to think of two more. <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling now. <laughs> um, who's held it for a short space of time? Uh, I was going to say Christian, but of course that was, um, World Heavyweight. That was, the world, that was World Heavyweight. Um, big show as well, that was World Heavyweight. Um, I have to press you for an answer. I know, uh, Oh, I'll go for, um, oh, that's world heavyweight as well. Um, <laughs> for God's sake. Um, I'll go for Edge. I think it's wrong. Edge is wrong. Did Vince McMahon win it and then vacate it the next day? Yes, he did, but that does not reach the requirements for the shortest reign. Ooh. Really? Sounds like this guy. Okay. Um, oh no, that's, that's, that's quite, that was like my ace in the hole. <laughs> yeah, let him back in here. Um, oh, I know what, I know what, I know what, I know what. Um, I know one as well. Do you have to press you in it? Yeah. Um, oh god, um, I'll just go for, um, oh, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm buggered here. Uh, Randy Orson. Yes! Oh! Yeah. He held it for 22 minutes and 55 seconds. What happened there? It was the night of no mercy. He got given the title after Cena's injury. Triple H then came out and challenged him to a match. And they had the, I don't uh, remember that. I was just going for a recent one. I was just thinking of the whole Jinder Mahal thing. <laughs> but for some reason, even though it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> he held it for over a month. <laughs> <laughs> Yokozuna. He held it for like five minutes at WrestleMania 9. Held it for two minutes and six seconds, yeah. so you are correct. Four all. Four all, good, yeah. yeah. We both got one wrong, didn't we? Nick got two wrong. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got two oh. wrong. Oh, right. Yeah. Got two it's wrong. Three, four. It's four, three. It's two, uh, it's Chris. Only half time. <laughs> it's time to come back here, Nick. It's time. Hi, this is the Asian sensation Kanji, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. <laughs> The main event of WWE Raw. Lashley captured the WWE title from The Miz. It was, it was kind of over the night. I think it was like the third attempt. So first time The Miz backed out because he had stomach trouble. It <laughs> <laughs> went ding, ding, ding. You know, he ran out the, the the ring, grabbed his belt and ran off and got counted out. Yeah, the MVP went back and said, this is bullshit. Shane went, yeah, we'll be a if you don't defend it tonight, you'll be stripped. So then we put him in a lumberjack match at the end of the night against Bobby Lashley, and he squashed it in a couple of minutes for Nelson. And then after he won it, he put him in the for Nelson again. I was like, oh no, they've got to reverse the decision because he's gone overly aggressive. But then no, he didn't. <laughs> so on the positive note of Lashley winning rather than the Miz obviously losing, I think yeah, better late than never. I think when he when he obviously first time round, I was a massive Bobby Lashley fan. Uh, in the ring um, when he's returned in 2018 I was actually there when he returned did you know that uh, the night after <laughs> Wrestlemania in New Orleans um, when he came out um, I remember when my mates weren't too happy well they weren't buzzing but I was really excited sitting back and I was hoping that I just had the whole intention of a dream match between him versus Lesnar um, but then since then he's been booked after booked Paul and me with the whole Sami Zayn feud which was just a car crash Um uh, the whole Rusev, don't even, the whole Rusev diabolical feud, horrendous. He's obviously yeah, had, yeah, the, the, this time last year, yeah, he was it. married to long <laughs> MVP saved the day, but no, it's, um, it's the case of they've, um, uh, this is, does for me a bit of confidence that they can then sort of, um, 
obviously right wrongs and they have done that putting the hurt business together mvp i don't think anyone would have called that him coming in and and uh been a bit of a savior almost um so it's been um yeah they have booked booked him very well since the whole lana debacle and um yeah sad at the expense of the Miz. it's better late than ever with Lashley but I, I, I called it on the show last week they were they literally just gave him the title to get it out of the way with I think just so they didn't have to have the money in the bank going over them over Wrestlemania which was as I say the wrong decision at the time I stand by it now I'm happy for Lashley but, but why was it at the expense of the Miz? like I love the Hurt Business and I'm looking at you MVP if you need an extra guy for the Hurt Business I'm still <laughs> available but Oh, just like the Miz. It's just, what was the point? Why didn't you just have Lashley beat for him? They were booking. They were booking, as I called it last week, they generally did it just to get it out of the way, I think, for WrestleMania, when they could have actually held on to it and probably looked to do Sonic after Mania, but they've just panicked and they've got it out of the way of, and now I don't know what happens with Lashley going forward now, but I hate to say I called it last week. I'm surprised it didn't happen last week. I, I, I was convinced it was going to happen. The day after this whole, the same, they could have done the same thing last week and it would have made more sense. I might have actually won the, um, I forgot to wrap question right on the quiz then in that as well. <laughs> Just don't think the Miz deserved this. He, he doesn't, but like I say, it's, I think it's just the case of poor WWE booking. I don't think they ever had plans for the, which in my opinion, briefcase is one of the, unique WWE things that makes them a bit different from other companies they can really use it to to push stars to push a really good feud bloody bloody blah but I don't think they ever really had a clue what they wanted to do with it at the time when Otis won it I don't think they ever even thought through the whole Miz versus taking the, the briefcase off Otis um, giving the briefcase back to the Miz after that false cash in at TLC I honestly don't think these have been thought through and again this is really just when WWE's at its worst when they don't plan long term they're making stuff up as almost as they go along. They don't have any plans of why they're doing something. And like I say, I think the only reason why Miz won the title was just to simply get it out of the way. And so, yeah. So, from watching Raw, well, watching bits of Raw from last night, mm-hmm. it looks like Sheamus and Drew were going to wrestle at WrestleMania. And the Miz is going to wrestle Bad Bunny. Yes. Yeah, the tag match, I reckon. Definitely. Him and Morrison versus Priest and Bunny. I could see okay. it fast lane being Lashley versus Miz and Morrison in a repeat of the summer last year and against Braun. It just feels wasted. I think the only, the only, well, if it, if it does lead to a Lesnar Lashley match, I'm, I'm all for it. Cause this match I've been waiting for ages. And I think the promos between Heyman and MVP would be quite good as well. I think that makes sense, but the fact that they've had to get there at the expense of the Miz is a bit bittersweet almost. Um, well, even at the expense of Drew as well, to be fair, um, you can argue. So the fact that the match will be a good match, no question. It's it's a match that personally gets me excited. May not get other people excited, but the fact that yeah, as you say, it, it as it as it sort of kills off Drew, who's been carried well, done a great job of being the champion for the whole year. Never had his moment with live audience. It almost feels a bit sort of sad that they're getting it. Then I could be completely. It could they might have signed else lined up with Ashley. It could, as I say, be. It could still do a big multi-man match as we touted last week on the show. So I think I could say just I could say but just against Drew. I think it'll just be Brock Lesnar. Won't it? I, I, they've got, oh, I they've got five weeks. So Mania, it's enough time to build. Brock, you don't need to build it, do you? Don't you need to be. That's the thing. I think if you just have just literally Lesnar, Lesnar come out, F5 him after fast lane, Heyman comes out and raw. Announces his intention. So would you have, have him against Drew at Fastlane? Drew needs to get his rematch, wouldn't he? Yeah, I'll do that at Fastlane. Then, uh, yeah, then do Drew Sheamus at Mania. Mm. Or, but alternatively, then you just do you save Lesnar Lashley and you do you do Drew beat Sheamus at Fastlane, then do Drew versus Lashley at Mania. But does that I really really going to get fans buzzing in the stadium? Yeah. Well, it's not going to be main event, and it's going to be, it'll be like no. semi-main events on the first night because the women's it's going to be main events. But if I feel if you need if you're going to bring Brock back, it'll need main events. Yeah, that's true. I feel like that could be something that's built to. Like he's just so dominant. Yeah, How no, are you no, getting no, fans back in? I don't. They're having fans back in, aren't they? 
twenty percent of the capacity, and there's going to be in bubbles and. Yeah, it'll be a bit like the Super Bowl. I didn't watch the Super Bowl, but it'll be a bit like that. It'll be a lot of cardboard fans, but there'll be a lot of um. There will be still fans in, like actual supporters in the stadium. Mm. Looks like they're building um, Braun versus Shane for Mania as well. Why? No idea. <laughs> Need to get all the big names out. And I, I, yeah, I, I bet you. Triple H will somehow start a feud in the next couple of weeks with someone. I'd like that. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a, Goldberg, oh, I love Goldberg it. will have his second match of the year at WrestleMania. Oh. I reckon they'll just, yeah, find yeah, matches for all the legends just to. Triple H versus Adam Cole. <laughs> Baby! Tell me you don't want it. I, um, I'm all for Triple I, I never, ever, ever get upset when Triple H gets in the rings. He's still. I still just. No, I, still I, just, just love I just don't like 30 minute plus Triple H matches let's give them a 15 no. minute match yeah but give them an hour oh god I'm still scarred from that Batista match that, that was Batista matches oh. it wasn't even bad what I didn't like but, it I, I, I like the first 5 minutes and the last 5 minutes the middle was just it wasn't even that bad he pulled his nose ring out yes wasn't that in the last 5 minutes in the middle of the match no, I mean, maybe, maybe the first Ten minutes in the last five minutes, the rest of the middle bit was just brawling. Give me what I want. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed the feud. I didn't like it. I'm just sad that Batista won't wrestle again. I think he needs to. Does he? Nice. Nah, he doesn't need to. But who's he? He's fifties now. Sir, he's fifties now, and he's like a proper movie star. Who's <laughs> the Rock? Yeah, actually, the Rock's younger than him. The Rock's not going to wrestle again, is he? There he is. No, he's not. No, he's going to wrestle Roman. <laughs> oh, no, I can't see Roman it. Roman next year in Hollywood, I bet you. <laughs> Put money on it. <laughs> You'll laugh. Hope you got a final word on this losing before we move on to the next round of quiz. Just sad, isn't it? But I'm happy for, I'm happy for Lashley because he, he's something he's deserved for a long time, to be fair. He's really good talent. I still oh. love Miz as a heel. I really hope they don't just bury him completely, do this tag match as they, if they have to, but then at least hopefully they can try and build a better 2021 for him and have genuine plans for him. It's going to lose to a rabbit, mate. Just accept it. <laughs> a former WWE champion loses to a rabbit. I could just see that being a complete comedy match and the loads of people just come in and start trying to get the 24-7 title and... It just could be a complete mess. Just be complete comedy in the end. And then somehow, yeah, Bunny's going to just roll up the Miz. I don't know. <laughs> Can you see him holding the 24-7 title till then? It's like five Bad weeks away. Yeah, yeah, probably. He'll drop Good. it, but then he'll get it back. The longest reigning 24-7 title is Holder will be a non-wrestler. He already was. <laughs> Our truth will get his baby back. <laughs> Isn't it with Gronk? Wasn't it with Gronk for the longest? Was it? Yeah, because they couldn't get it off him because they were the pandemic. <laughs> Do you remember when he signed for WWE for all the five minutes? Yeah, then he got a um, I can't NFL. Yeah, he got contract. re-signed to the NFL. He got signed um, at Tampa Bay, I believe. Do you know what? They could have given me that contract. I'd, <laughs> I'd have held the 24-7 championship too. I got the yeah, impression that... he, was, he was literally going to win it, do the Saturday Night Live show, and then lose it. Yeah. The next, on the next Raw, that was my, that's what I thought was going to happen, but he's just he's kept it for a couple of weeks since. So. Oh, I thought he was going to lose it on Saturday Night Live. That'd be funny. Did you see him be scared to jump off the balcony and Vince McMahon was like, I'll do it. Oh, oh yeah. what, Grog, Grog, where? Yeah. Grog, yeah. <laughs> that's one of my favourite moments, and that's why I kind of love Vince McMahon a little bit. <laughs> not just because he can say, no, he, he, yeah, he, he never asks the talent to do things he wouldn't do so. uh, to be honest that's quite admirable yeah hands on you've got to argue you can't, can't argue with the uh, hands on approach you, you just can't argue with him can you because he would be like well I'll do it <laughs> <laughs> it's like when he had, had that feud with Kevin Owens the other day to- the other, yeah the other day he told him to headbutt him properly so make him bleed the other day <laughs> The other year, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> the other week. I say, when, I, when I say when I say the other year, the other week, it could be any time in the last ten years. 
<laughs> For those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Keenan, and you are listening to BBG Wrestling Podcast. All right, so it's time for the final question of sports entertainment, Lance. Oh my god, okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Can you name me the top 22 appearances in WrestleMania history? So who made the most appearances? Yeah, in the top 22. Okay, John Cena. Yes. Um, are we talking actual matches or just general appearances? We're talking matches. Yeah, okay. Um, Triple H? Yes, he's at number two. John Cena is at number six. Undertaker. Yes, he is number one. Yeah. Twenty-seven. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, right. It's two-one. That makes it something. Chris is winning. <laughs> Radio. Uh, Randolph Orton. Randy Orton is fifth. He's got one more appearance than Jonathan Cena. Kane. Kane. He's number three. Seventeen. Oh, um, this is going pretty straightforward because everyone keeps getting the answers so that means Chris is going to win <laughs> Big Show well well, it's Paul White and he's sat there yeah. at number 6 joint with John Cena with 15 we, have, we haven't actually mentioned him joining AEW on the show yet no we haven't uh, do it before Revolution I guess we'll do it now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't even know he'd left WWE. <laughs> no, he caught, caught me by surprise. I believe he asked Vince for permission, didn't he? Did he? I don't know. I don't know. Thought he had got somewhere. I'd say, if it, I'd, I'm surprised he's going to appear on w, in AEW so soon. I thought he would have had like a 90 day long compete clause. Is he wrestling? He's commentator for their new dark oh. show. Um, mm-hmm. He's commentator, but I think yeah, he's also going to be resting here and there. Good, but yeah. hopefully it's not weekly it'll just be the odd he's in good shape he, I'd love to see that match with um, Shaq I think that's why that's <laughs> <laughs> what's okay, that we, we, we on 3 all. yeah 3-0 yeah. um, Edge on this day I see number 12 Edge sitting on 11 um, sh- Mr. Wrestlemania Shawn Michaels it is he's in number 3 Joint with Kane at 17. I've won. <laughs> he has oh, won. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, it's just been about for ages. The Rock? The Rock is sat in at number 12. If you smell what he's cooking, he's, at, he's got 11 matches under his belt. He's got one of the worst records in this. So Chris has won. Chris has definitely won. Mm. You the Rock's mm. record at WrestleMania? 11, was it 11 matches? Yeah. Six defeats, five wins. Six wins, five losses. Oh. Brock Lesnar, number ten, uh, number fifteen, with ten matches, five and five. Mm. Wow. Is Tito Santana that? on that list? Because I'm sure he's at the first eight WrestleManias. He's not in the top twenty-two. Yeah. I'll have a look where he sits. He's He's at eight. He. Oh no, sorry, he's uh, he's in the top twenty-two. He's in twenty-two with eight appearances. That's a million nine. He was in the dark match. So he doesn't you know, count it. Yeah. He's got he's got a well bad record. He's one in seven. Lose every match. He's lost every match. Congratulations, Chris. Big Show doesn't have a very good record. He had a whole story around him. Yeah. A terrible record. Our truth has had six matches at WrestleMania and not won one. Aww. Biggie Langston, four matches at WrestleMania, not won one. Fit Finlay, four matches, not won one. MVP, four and oh. Natalia, four and oh. Isn't, uh, isn't RVP, RVP, RVD. RVP. Hasn't he got like the, the new streak, isn't he the longest? RVD has got the longest winning streak at WrestleMania yeah. with four. <laughs> There's only ever going to be one wrestler who retires with an undefeated streak at WrestleMania. It's going to be Rob Van Dam. Yeah. They'll probably find a way to make that not happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Breaker, Kyle Kingsley, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. All right, so we'll finish today's show with our predictions for AEW's Revolution. Um, first match on my list is for the Tag Team Championships. It's Young Bucks versus the Inner Circle, Chris Jericho and MVP. 
MVP. MJM. <laughs> <laughs> What's PVM doing in the impact zone? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go for, um, I think I'm gonna go for Young Bucks, but, um, only because I still think they've got business with, um, with a, a potential Omega stable. Um, yeah. So I think, and I think Sammy Kavara might have something to do with this, but, um, yeah, no, looking forward to Sammy, Sammy's going to cost them. That's, that's my, that's my yeah, definitely. I, I think, yeah, the belts will stay there. So I'm going to go for Young Bucks win, but really excited for this. And I've quite enjoyed the building such a, um, sort of, uh, well, cause I was always just preparing. It was going to be Young Bucks versus the Good Brothers, but, um, they've, um, they've done well in what they've done, throwing everyone off course and, um, uh, how they've virtually inserted Jericho and Jeff with Papa Buck, uh, the poor attack. They're friends with Omega, aren't they? Um, on and off, they don't like Callis, so. Um, well, they did the big two sweet in the middle of the ring, didn't they? They did, but since then it's all when they beat up. They did a super kick on Don Callis backstage, so it's all gone a bit. Oh, yeah. I'm still, I'm going with the books anyway, because I reckon they'll then they'll be mates of the maker anyway because Kenny Omega in the books and it'll be but, but Bullet Club versus Bullet Club so they'll need the belts for that yeah I'm going to go the same I think Sammy Guevara is going to take out MJF leave Jericho by himself or something like that on those lines um, next another tag team match we've got Team Taz um, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks versus Darby Allen and Sting in a street fight Woo! it's Sting I'm going with the Stinger and Darby Allen. It's going to be cinematic, yeah, isn't it? I think no. this is the per- yeah, this is the perfect way to get Sting back in. I think Street Fight oh. hides all hides all his weaknesses. It's just be a. Can I say it's not going to be cinematic? It's just going to be the actual Street Fight. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I Sting and Darby Allen. I can't look past them. Uh, and um, again, I've, I've enjoyed the whole the whole feud. Um, I think yeah, having Sting as Darby Allen's. Um, well, like coach, mentor, what have you. Um, like this week on Dynamite was class with the old body bag, and I was, um, I was just going, oh god, this is going to be a bit boring with him coming out of Darby Allen in the bag. But then when he had Taz's son in there, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and then Darby coming down off, off the um, thing. So I, I love what they're doing with them too. Uh, like Darby, there's the new sting, so to speak. So yeah. Yeah. Dinger. Yeah, I can, yeah, that's it. I can still be a death drop into a, then a coffin drop for a pin. Somehow. A lot of drops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we've got the women's championship match. We haven't got the, the final of the women's tournaments tomorrow. So it's Nyla Rose versus, sorry if I butcher this Japanese people. Uh, Ryu Mazanaka. Oh, I've been practicing it. Mizun, Mizunami. Mizunami. Ryu Mazanami. The Nyla Rose. <laughs> and the winner will take on Sheila. I'm reckoning it might be Rio, just for something different. I'm thinking that. But I'm thinking Sheila's still retaining. Because I think they want to do um, Rio versus Sheila, because Rio never got a... Uh, did she have a three-match caught against Nyla Rose? Probably she did, didn't she? Did, did she? Yeah. Have, they haven't had Rio versus Sheila. Yeah. I think that's the match they want to do. I think Rio Shida with Shida winning. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's going to be. So we're all in agreement then. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to try and pronounce that name again. <laughs> <laughs> I was practicing this afternoon. I got it perfect. But I just couldn't say it again. <laughs> right next, we've got an Adam Page versus Matt Hardy. A big money match. Winner receives the losers. Uh, all the losers' earnings from the first quarter of this year. <laughs> first quarter of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Um. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. It's. Uh. It, I think it'll be a. Um. Adam Page has to win. Um. Because mm-hmm. I, I. Obviously, I've had high hopes from this year. Uh. The. the I, I've actually quite enjoyed the Matt Car- the Matt Hardy character, being this sort of. Um. Yeah. Sort of a slimy kind of heel. Think about yeah. the money. Find it quite. I've quite enjoyed it. Quite. It's quite a nice character change for him. Um, obviously with the private party, uh, but yeah, I think Adam Page has to win. Yeah, I'm saying I think I can see Adam Page eventually taking the title off Omega, so they need to keep him looking strong for the whole year. Definitely, I, I said that as my bold prediction. Well, predictions for the year. I said Adam Page mm-hmm. will, be, will be AEW in Tony Khan's saviour. So yeah. <laughs> 
I'm I'm saying Adam. Uh, sorry, and <laughs> they said Adam Cole. Then Adam Page is winning. <laughs> Adam's taking that. Adam Page, baby. It makes, oh, as I say, it would make sense for the story for Matt Hardy to win, and then Adam have, will have to then start working for Matt, and then that's the only way he gets his drink is by working for Matt. But that's depressing, that is. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want them to long that out this story. No. I'd rather they, they move Paige on to something else. Just Not so move on to make it right away, but. Uh, and then we have the face of, face of the Revolution ladder match for a future TNT championship match. Um, currently in the match is Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Penta, Lance Archer, and then I've got two to be arranged. Um, tonight, uh, t- yeah, tonight it's going to be 10 from the Dark Order versus Max uh, Caster from The Acclaimed. I love that. Who I found out today was one of Bobby Lashley's, L- Lashley's sisters. Oh. In that storyline. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, <laughs> forgot about that. I wonder what you're on about. Yeah. <laughs> what I, um, what I love about these, though, I love how they managed to get these, like, I think just simple matches to go on a pay-per-view, have a number one contender match. I just, I don't, I just love yeah. the way that there's, yeah, a cool ladder match and a chance to win something. It's just not rocket science booking. Um, and, um, yeah, really excited. I hope, I hope, I really hope it's, um, I've been, I've had high hopes from for a while. I really hope Scorpio Sky wins. Um, I just think he's great talent. Love to see him get um, a bit of a push. The only thing is, then it's face on face. So in theory, it's probably sh- it should really be a heel, but there's not really many heels in it. I don't think so. I want Scorpio Sky to win as well. If that helps. I'd, li- I'd like Penta to win. Cause I think a Pen um, Darby Allen's thing versus Pen uh, like the, the Death Triangle, whatever they're called, that could be an interesting feud going forward. Yeah, that's a good show. That's another one. That's a good show. Um. I think I'll probably go with Penta. I know you said it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick. Yeah, I'll stick with Scorpio Sky just because, uh, yeah, big fan. Okay, I'll I'll leave the world title match to last. Uh, next is Miro and Kip Sabian versus Best Friends. Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Um, I think it might actually be. I think Miro probably needs the win. Um, so I'm going to go for the here. I think it's been quite face heavy so far, what we said. So I think Miro and Kip Sabian probably need the win. Um, I think, yeah, it's been a, it's been an up and down feud. It's probably not been AEW's finest hours of booking. Uh, I know with having Orange Cast, it's always going to be the comedy aspect with the element of seriousness, um, mm-hmm. which I suspect will happen throughout this match. But yeah, I think as well, given it's not an actual tag team, given that, I well, know they are. But with missing Trent, I think it just easily just screams that Miro needs to pick up the win with, with Kip Sabian. Yeah, I'm the same. I think Miro's got to make Chuck Taylor submit in the Acolyte. Is it the Acolyte? What was it? Uh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Is, <laughs> I know what you mean. Whatever it was called now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the heels will go over as well, but Miro and Kip, I think it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the the uh, last match for we do the world title is the Casino Tag Team Royale for a future tag Which team title defence. Bloody hell. Uh, it's a stacked card, isn't it? Love a really massive match, it. that is. Yeah, I've got uh, Bear Country versus the Dark Order versus the... Uh, so it's uh, Red Orders <laughs> and Silver versus the Dark Order of Uno and Grayson versus the Inner Circle, uh, Ortiz and Santana, Butcher and the Blade, Private Party, Top Flight and a, and a team to be a, Still needs to go in it. So. Ooh, I think the team's gonna. I reckon it'll be. Um, I can see it. This maybe being like a crossover, uh, but I think it might be. Oh, this could this could be the good brothers. I think it'll be the good brothers. Yeah, I think we're certainly yeah, gonna makes... get Young Bucks good brothers at some point. I think this would be quite a cool way of them turn up unannounced. Um, obviously, it has the, it goes with the whole angle going on with the whole crossover with the other promotions. Ooh, I, like, I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing that this is Casino, they have the wild card, don't they? Yeah. So yeah. 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 I do love this, uh, the Casino format. Big fan of the, um, yeah, big fan of when they did the, because uh, they've had a lot of the sort of surprise. Like Brian Cage was the surprise one at the, when they did the men's all out, uh, at mm-hmm. a double and I think last year. So just a, just a simple good concept and uh, of a good match and, um, they just need to start out the entrances when they come out in groups. 
kind of just feels weird that they just kind of just will walk out together. It's like, so if they find a way to sort that out, I'll make it a bit more. Mm. I don't know how they'll do it though. It's just like 30 seconds increments of their music or I don't know. 10 seconds, 15 seconds is a kind of. I just don't like that's I'm, the only bit I don't like about them. So. It doesn't really bother me though, to be honest. I want... Yeah. Are uh, we all going for the Good Brothers then? Yeah. Just makes sense, doesn't it? It's just setting it up. Then the main event is an exploding barf, bar, barbed wire death match for the AEW <laughs> World Championship. <laughs> oh, sounds amazing. I can only see Kenny retain and I'm really looking forward to this. I can see Kenny definitely retaining, but yeah, uh, I just hope no one dies. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I know I there's um, going to be as bad as people think. It, yeah, it won't be an instant. Yeah, like I, I am, um, I am looking forward to it. I mean, usually this match, I you know it's not everyone's cup of tea. These types of matches, but when it's like a feud that's on boiling point, I think it's a well, you know, I think it'll be class. Um, I mean, I don't know too much about the match concept. I know death matches. I used to see a, um, obviously them in progress with a, with a former AEW wrestler um, that used to obviously be in progress and do these death matches, which were always pretty brutal. So mm. um, yeah, I, the, the new twist of exploding barbed wire. Uh, yeah, it's, it'll be interesting and I am excited for it, but yeah, I think in terms of when it has to be Omega. It's something they've done in Japan before. I think they might have done it in ECW as well. Mm. Maybe. Probably... I just remember seeing Sabu doing it, but it's yeah. basically just a concept of if you hit the ropes, they explode. Yeah. Because it's on, um, <laughs> oh my god, what's that game? Fire, Fire World Prowl. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah, yeah, I know which one you mean. It's on, it's on there, anyway. But basically, you, you throw them into the ropes and they explode. I just love doing that in the wrestling games. You'd throw them into, like, the, the walls and stuff that explode, and they'd go out for, like, a bit, and then they'd fall down. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a good way to, like, try and run away, like, when you're backstage. You just throw them into that, because then they explode for a bit. And then <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing it'll take a bit of a while to set the ring up for this, though, probably. So if the sting is going to be a... A cinematic match that'd be a good place to put it just before this as a semi-main event, so they, they can set up the ring. I don't think it'd be a cinematic match, but I think they'll end up going backstage and the match will end there. Yeah. By the time we come back to the ring, there'll be suddenly barbed wire around the ring. I'm going Kenny Omega. Yeah, I think Omega too, because I think Moxley will probably want to be going off soon to have a baby. Yeah. That's going to happen relatively soon, isn't it? I think so. She's bumped. She's certainly got a big bump. I saw her Instagram the other day. All right, Nick, calm down. Okay, let's cancel. Yeah, unless he's going to get, you know, I've never made a deal for him to do something with New Japan strong. That's why he kept the title. I think he's he's going to be going off telly soon anyway, so he can have the kid. Yeah. Can't. I don't know when it was announced. We've got to be coming up to nine months, haven't it? I've not kept up to it, to be honest. I, can't, I, can't, I, don't, know. <laughs> I don't know how long it's been. Yeah, I think it is certainly due soon. Yeah. Well, I lost all track of time the last year, so I've no idea. Oh, well, I see what you mean about her having a big bump. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just, yeah, no, I wasn't being rude, I was just saying. She has... <laughs> I was just being rude. Yeah, no, she is. She's getting along there. They were. They'll be well called parents. <laughs> they will be, won't they? <laughs> I didn't realise it was about far along. I thought he was getting there, but I didn't realise it was that. Oof. You the, the really lovely mum and then the nutter dad. <laughs> Is it, does they, do they know if it's a boy or a girl? No idea. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. I mean, it's none of our business, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so join us next week when we all, for our review of Revolution. Um, I'm not sure. I'm guessing we'll do a full review, won't we? It'll be the whole show. It's that many matches and they all sound amazing. Oh, <laughs> so it'll be a full good. review. I can't wait. I'm just gutted <laughs> up. I'm really annoyed it's not on a Saturday because I love standing up for the AW ones. Um, I just love a Saturday, especially during lockdown when there's nothing else to do. That's mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah. I really enjoyed the last one I did, which was good to stand up on a Saturday night. Yeah, definitely. But no, yeah. it's on a Sunday. Oh, first. I'll be getting up for work. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I used to love watching on a Sunday morning. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> All right, so before we go, lads, do you want to plug the T-shirts? Of always. 
Oh god, I can't get the words out. As always, <laughs> you can find my beautiful t-shirts that uh, Chris has bought two of and Nick is yet to own. That's America. Uh, they're available at lanchavera12.bigcartel.com and if you love me more than Nick, you'll go and buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, Baby G Wrestling. Um, <laughs> BBG Wrestling also has a wrestling tea store. We have two designs, the BBG Wrestling logo and the Grapple Arcade logo. So uh, link will be in the description. <laughs> yeah, so go check them out. Um, if you like our show, follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling. And our website is bbgwrestling.com. Um, see, you, yeah, see you again next week for our Revolution Review. Good night. Good night. Good night. Jinx Did we say that at the same time? Same as last week. Jinx. <laughs> Just again. We're getting good at this.